top of the hour news. As it happens, when it happens, wherever it happens. Local, regional, and global. Only on Q95, the big station. Q95DA.com. Right on Q. Good evening. This is the Prime Evening News for today, Monday, September 5th, 2022. I am your presenter for this involvement in the headlines. As it happens, when it happens. Former Prime Minister Edison Chenfold James says what Dominica needs now is proper leadership, and there is no better person available for that job right now than Lennox Linton. Guyana's Board of Industrial Trading may soon begin offering trading opportunities to Venezuelan migrants on the island, allowing them to find work in a variety of sectors. And a federal judge grants former President Trump's request for a special master to oversee the evidence the FBI recovered last month from his Mar-a-Lago home and temporarily blocked parts of the Department of Justice investigation. Right on cue. The news is brought to you for the very kind compliments of Digital and Discover Dominica Authority. Details and more on these stories coming up next. For as low as $5, you can now activate a one-day Digicel Prime bundle and get unlimited Digi2Digi calls. 25 anywhere minutes, 1.5 gigs data to use as you like. Endless social messaging on WhatsApp, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Plus 7 gigs data to use Digicel apps. Activate a Digicel Prime bundle today in my Digicel app. Or dial star 140 and a punky. Digicel, better to Reunite from October 20th to 30th, 2022, Dominica invites you to celebrate the World Creole Music Festival. Three nights of pulsating rhythms on one stage. For more information, visit www.dominicafestivals.com. Like and follow us on Facebook at Dominica Festivals or Instagram at Dominica.Festival. Dominica's World Creole Music Festival, celebrating 22 years in 2022. October 28th to 30th. And welcome back. First off in the news, what we need in Dominica is proper leadership. And there is no better person than Lennox Linton for Dominica right now. Former President, former Prime Minister Edison James made this statement this weekend during UWP Team Dominica Meet the People Initiative at West Marigat. The former Prime Minister made it clear that everyone has the particular field of expertise and specialization, but it takes a special individual to have just and moral leadership to ensure Ensure that all necessary aspects of societal functionalities can be optimized. As a result, Jim says, based on his experience in office as former prime minister, he believes Lennox Linton is the ideal leader these times. But I have been in positions in this country, as you know, whether it is prime minister, whether it is head of bananas, the biggest industry. Where there is head of cricket at Winwood Islands level or Dominican level, whatever I've been at that level. So I'm saying I'm in a position to assess people, you know, to examine people, to understand, to mark people, and to create people. And I can say boldly that in Dominica today, the most intelligent, the most capable, the most analytical person we have in Dominica today is Lennox Linton. There is no question about it. 
Ronnie, Ronnie, I'm talking to you. Make sure you highlight what I just said there. The most intelligent, the most capable, the most analytical person in Dominica today is Lennox Linton. I was a doctor is more capable than him in medicine. A pilot more capable than him in flying plane. A farmer more capable than him in farming. But when it comes to overall management and intellectual capacity and capability, there's nobody in Dominica today more capable than Lennox Linda. That is my assessment. And that was former Prime Minister Edison James. The police of Dominica should take a serious introspective look at where their duties lie and decide whether they serve the people or whether they serve one man. This from social activist and entrepreneur Paula Celestine on the concerns over the state of democracy in Dominica and the heavy political influence in key sectors of society such as the Dominica Police Force. We vote for a government we vote for a government, and when we have a problem, we're supposed to see these ministers and talk to them and tell them the things that they are doing that is not right. Here is completely different. Every Wednesday, there are barricades blocking up the area to the financial center, to the ministry. And now I see they have extended it, blocking up the streets to protect one man. And I'm saying these police officers are police officers who know better and they should do better. First, to continue with a democratic country where persons are allowed to speak out freely, we have to say that these things really got to stop. And for the police officers who continue to do this, when you took an oath, you took an oath for country, not to protect one or two individuals. And we are saying sooner or later, if you all continue to do this and continue to protect just a few set of people, your children and grandchildren, they are not going to enjoy the democracy of Dominica because they will continue to dictate to them that you should do this, you should say this, you should walk here, you should sit there, you should not say this, you should not do this. And for some persons, when they hear that police officers, you know, are sending threats and saying that, okay, they're going to arrest the persons walking, I'm saying whenever they come out and they say that, the numbers should increase. Let me see how many of Dominicans that they can arrest because we are not doing anything that is wrong. Social activist and entrepreneur Paula Celestine. Meantime, environmental consultant and social activist Lennon Matthew highlighted a few key pillars of social democracy that, if removed or corrupted, will see an even greater decline or collapse of our society and our democracy. We can see what have been happening in Dominica over a period of time that people who are exercising their right to walk and, and show a, 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 a disdain for what is happening in our political system are being threatened by, by law enforcement, uh, threatened with arrest. So you can see the, the, the deterioration of political tolerance in Dominica. Another a principle of democracy is accountability. 
just look at what has been happening in Dominica and tell me if there has been accountability. We've seen uh, citizens being killed in police station extrajudicially. We've seen uh, we've seen rumors of uh, people who are in position uh, under the constitution have taken an oath to serve the country uh, in the ministries, the various ministries, as the permanent secretaries, the finance individuals, um, the accounting generals, the, the the all these people who make up a society for the overall uh, 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 overall uh, oversight of the, the resources of the state. We see, um, you know, them turning a blind eyes to the ills of what is happening. Where is the accountability? And that was environmental consultant and social activist Lennon Matthew. Trade Minister Ian Douglas is inviting the public to a Buy Dominica activity, which will be held this year to replace Flo's signature Creole in the park. He says this event will feature Dominica's local produce and manufacturers. It is to be called Tea Village Creole Toot Bagai Dominic. All of you all, we want to. All of you all, we want to create that space, a Buy Dominica campaign, so that when our visitors and all of our tourists coming in for our uh, Creole Festival period, they will be able to come to the park where all of our local produce will be on display. So not only will we have our usual cultural activities and our our food like our crab and callaloo and our local foods and of course the Minister of Tourism has told me about the local fashion display that also will form part of this activity. It's called TV Lash Creole Tutbite Dominic. So get up for that and make sure that your booths are enlarged for that activity. So we'd like to see you and participate in that activity. And that was Trade Minister Ian Douglas. In February 2021, the Adult Education Division commenced the Skills for Youth Employment in the Caribbean, the SKY program. This program is dedicated to promoting needs-based technical and vocational education and training and youth employment in Dominica, with grants made available by the Department of International Development. Minister's Responsibility for Adult Education, Greta Roberts, says the main objective objective of SKY is to improve the ability of young people in Dominica, especially young women, girls and disadvantaged youths. To improve, their to improve their incomes by accessing skills leading to employment or self-employment. To date, 256 participants have completed the SKY program with the Adult Education Division. And the final phase will be completed in January of 2023 with a target of 100 participants. And that was a Minister with Responsibility for Adult Education, Greta Roberts. And still in the local news, the Dominica Football Association under-17 squad left the island on August 28th for the Dominican Republic in order to represent the nation in the CONCACAF under-17 boys qualifying matches, which will take place from August 30th to September 7th, 2022. The team took part in three matches against other Caribbean nations, to include the Cayman Islands on September 3rd, 
and at 4 p.m st Kitts and nevis at 4 p.m and dominican republic at 7 p.m on august 30th blood mill jackson blazed the trail with a hard trick as the dominican republic the host country defeated dominica 8-0 in their opening match after coming together again the boys were determined to win on game day number two starting this competition in st domingo st Kitts and nevis faced off against dominica thanks to goals from Uronary Francis in the 34th and Josiah Bradshaw in the 84th minutes. The Sugar Boys won the match and the three points. Another defeat occurred on their final game day while the Cayman Islands defeated Dominica 2-0 to record their first victory. Halftime in the games quickly puts an end to the team's confident energy and winning attitude which were present at the start of the game. They gave up numerous opportunities to raise their score. Now that the players have a capacity to prevail, the general public and spectators are wondering if those command of the team or what it takes to raise the Dominica's football team to a better quality level since the team members exhibit high levels of discipline, respect, perseverance and intelligence. The public continues to have faith in them and have high expectations for future games. Spectators noticed that there was potential for development if only they had received better direction and more training during its journey. And though Hurricane Danielle and Tropical Storm Earl forecasted to meander in the open Atlantic, Earl is forecasted to become a season's first major hurricane late in the week. Additionally, a third tropical wave has emerged off the west coast of Africa. Tropical Storm Earl picked up strength and now has maximum sustained winds at 65 miles per hour, according to 11 a.m. advisory from the National Hurricane Center. Hurricane Earl is expected to form on Wednesday, according to the National Hurricane Center, and by Saturday, it is forecasted to be a major hurricane with winds over 110 miles per hour. Earl is expected to curve sharply and quickly, allowing the storm to pass well south and east of the island. Direct impacts are unlikely. However, Earl may generate rough surf and rip currents which can impact the island through this week, said ACCU weather senior meteorologist Alan Rupert. As of 11 a.m. on Monday, Daniel has started to weaken as it headed over the northern Atlantic Ocean, and forecasters now expect it to lose strength over the next few days. Forecasters say an area of low pressure could form late this week from a tropical wave near Africa and gradual development is possible as the system moves generally west-northwest in the Atlantic. As of early Monday morning, the National Hurricane Center had increased the tropical wave's chances of 48-hour de development to 10% and its probability of development over the next five days to 30%. Daniel and Earl are the first named storms to form in the Atlantic since early July when Tropical Storm Colin formed offshore of the Carolinas. The next named storm to be formed will be Fiona. Forecasters say dry air, Saharan dust, wind, shear have been among the reasons there haven't been much storms this year. And Washburn Coffee, former acting commissioner of cooperatives, alleges that if the opposition party notices a flaw that requires attention, the Speaker of the House does not allow them to comment on it. He went on to say that the Speaker of the House has much room for improvement and that he should focus on the people's work rather than political decisions. He was speaking on the CCM program on Friday evening. If the opposition find that there is something, there is something faulty, there is something to comment upon, that, that, that they have been told that they cannot comment it, cannot comment. Hmm. I mean, this is nonsense. You know, so um, I think the speaker he has room for improvement, so I think he, he should stop the semantics.
based on his political um, appointment and um, to do the job of the people um, in the right way that it should be done. And obviously, John, mm -hmm. um, this matter of money laundering, I mean, there seemed to be some concern. I mean, I, I, I saw something on social media. Um, I'm not too sure as to its currency in terms of how update that financial advisory that I saw coming from the United States Department of Treasury, um, the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. He added the information he obtained from social media clearly shows an advisory requesting increased security for all financial transactions originating in Odestin for the Commonwealth of Dominica. But um, in, in the document that I that that is before me on social media, it speaks to banks is issuing a. Uh, 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 some advisory um, requesting enhanced security um, to all financial transactions originating in or rooted to or through the Commonwealth of Dominica or involving entities organized or domiciled or persons um, undertaking accounts um can't see too well there but it's saying that there is the need for such enhanced enhanced scrutiny in the and uh, in the remainder of the advisory and that was washburn coffee former acting commissioner of cooperatives the dominica export import agency dexia received a refer container from the world university service of canada WESC as part of the sustainable agriculture in the caribbean project sac which was funded by the government of canada through global affairs canada this equipment will aid in the storage of white potatoes supplied by farmers at dexia storage facility miss Kareel atkinson senior development officer within Global Affairs Canada stated earlier today at the handover ceremony at Dexia's multipurpose parkhouse that the government of Canada's priorities are to support Caribbean countries in their efforts to achieve socio-economic development, climate resilience and food security. It's a pleasure for me to be here in Dominica. It's my first time in Dominica to deliver remarks on behalf of Global Affairs Canada. Canada has three missions in the Caribbean that support the Caribbean program and the CARICOM region. One mission in Ghana, one mission in Kingston, and one mission that works out of Barbados. The Barbados office actually provides oversight for most of the OECS countries, but I am blessed having oversight for the, for the Sustainable Agriculture Project from Jamaica to be here um, representing Canada. So the Sustainable Agriculture in the Caribbean Project as we would have um, heard earlier, is funded by Global Affairs Canada through our Caribbean Regional Development Program. And the Caribbean Regional Development Program works right across several what we call ODA-eligible Caribbean countries. And the, 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 the priorities of the Government of Canada is to support the Caribbean countries to, in their efforts to achieve socioeconomic development, climate resilience, and we mentioned food security. And so, of course, here in Dominica, these would have been some of the priorities that are, uh, have taken us here today.
She went on to say that action on food security is a top priority for the Caribbean community and regional export from Dominica plays an important role in the current environment of increased intra-regional trade. Action on food security is a key priority for the Caribbean community and regional exports from Dominica has an important role to play within the current environment of greater intra-regional trade. The representation of the government of Dominica here today speaks volumes on the significance of the sector in your country's development and the recovery strategy. It's therefore timely that through the Sustainable Agriculture Project, catalytic support is being mobilized to aid Dominica's efforts to expand the production of key crops through country-level partnerships such as those represented here today designed to improve production outcomes. One critical area of intervention for which there is growing urgency to address, and Mr. Graham mentioned it, is the high level of food loss and waste due to less than optimal harvesting, transportation, post-harvest management, and this would include temperature control storage. We're pleased, therefore, that today's support will especially be instrumental in boosting the marketability of fresh produce from the Dominican farmers, especially for us as Canada and the project women and youth who are entering export markets and therefore continue to contribute to the sector's growth. And that was uh, Ms. Kareel Atkinson, Senior Development Officer within Global Affairs Canada. In other news, the Board of Industrial Training could soon begin offering training opportunities to Venezuelan migrants in Guyana to enable them to find employment in various sectors. Minister of Labor Joseph Hamilton said the technical and vocational training courses will provide migrants with the necessary skills required to make them employable here. The minister met last week with the regional director of the North America, Central America and the Caribbean International Organization for Migration, IUM, Michael Clint Solomon, and other officials to address training opportunities for the migrants. He said that many of them he supposed have a certificate that might not qualify to be a certificate in this arena here, and questioned how do you graduate the certificate and accreditation to match what Guyana looks for, and the Board of Industrial Training is properly placed legally to help in that regard because their role is to offer technical and vocational training for young people of all ages without qualification. Among the courses offered by BIT is childcare, electrical installation, craft, commercial food preparation and garment construction. Minister Hamilton emphasized that all courses offered by BIT are free of cost and no prior certificate or qualifications are required for such course. Meanwhile, he said the government is paying attention to legislation to develop a framework to control the migrant issues in Guyana. He added that they bring the migrants out of an informal arrangement to formal arrangement and because the recognition is in an informal operation environment, you can be exploited. They can be taken advantage of and all these issues that come along with it. And Trump's request for special master came amid questions over whether the FBI seizure on October 8th, on August 8th, sorry, 2022 included potential attorney, client or executive privilege issues. Trump's attorney argued in a recent court filing that left unchecked, the Department of Justice will include, leak and publicize selective aspects of their investigations 
with no recourse for Donald Trump, but somehow trust the self-restraint of currently unchecked investigators. U.S. District Judge Aline Cannon, a Trump appointee, said in her ruling earlier today that a special master, an attorney from outside the government, would review the material seized to evaluate them for claims of attorney-client or executive privilege. She added that in addition to being deprived of potentially significant personal documents, which alone creates a real harm, Plantev faces an unqualified potential harm by way of improper disclosure of sensitive information to the public. It's a pretty devastating blow, I think, for the it's a pretty devastating blow, I think, for the government here. And I think we can expect to hear more from DOJ on this one because the biggest question here was whether or not there was a good the special master was going to have authority over the executive privilege claims. And that was really the biggest issue. You know, if this was solely limited to attorney client privilege, I don't think we'd see as much strong opposition necessarily from DOJ. It would have been something they could have potentially lived with because it's such a limited uh, amount of the materials. But when you you get into these questions of executive privilege, this really blows up the investigation um, and could really be a major setback uh, to the investigation. And, you know, legal scholars largely agree that it's really not up to uh, up to the, the former president, Flotus, or uh, P.F. POTUS, as he's referred to um, in, these, in a lot of the court filings, to decide the matters of executive privilege. But that belongs in the hands of the current executive, of course, uh, President Joe Biden. So I'd expect us to hear more. I just put in a request to DOJ uh, to see if we'll have an immediate comment from the, on this one. But I don't know if we're going to this will be the last word necessarily uh, that we're going to hear from this Trump appointed judge right now. Right. They do have the appeal, the right to appeal this as well. Kelly O'Donnell, one of the things that strikes me, and I am just reading something just handed to us, and it's 24 pages. I'm reading the, uh, the order itself, the summary and the conclusion. I haven't read all of the legal justifications for it within, obviously. We'll wait for our experts who are now reading this as fast as they can. But Kelly, one of the things that strikes me is that uh, in summarizing what is at issue, she's talking about personal papers that have been seized. Now, unless she's talking about pre-presidential papers or non-presidential papers, there's no such thing as a presidential paper from his term of office written in the White House that is not National Archives material by definition of the Presidential Records Act, correct? Well, one of the filings from the Trump lawyers had included some discussion of personal papers that they put in the category of diaries, although I've never heard of Donald Trump keeping a diary, but personal notes, correspondence, medical-related uh, material, things that might fall into the category of his personal life, perhaps since he left office, those would definitely not be presidential records, but might have been in his office drawers, might have been in his personal residence, and like other matters, were swept up in the search. And that was the Prime Evening News, but first a recap of the headlines. Former Prime Minister Edison Chenfield James says what Dominica needs now is proper leadership and there is no better person available for that job right now than Lennox Linton. Guyana's Board of Industrial Training may soon begin offering training opportunities to Venezuelan migrants on the island, allowing them to find work in a variety of sectors. 
and the federal judge grants former President Trump's request for a special master to oversee the evidence the FBI recovered last month from his Mar-a-Lago home and temporarily block parts of the Department of Justice investigations. The news was brought to the very kind compliments of Digital and Discover Dominica Authority. I've been your presenter, Ferdison Valmond. Q, top of the hour news. As it happens, when it happens, wherever it happens. Local, regional, and global. Only on Q95.